Social Zoom Factor, episode 114. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Meet Ruby, your highly trained team of virtual receptionists who handle all your calls with the perfect mix of friendliness and professionalism. Let Ruby help your business build meaningful human connections with your customers one call at a time. Visit callruby.com forward slash social zoom and rediscover the lost art of human interaction. Are you ready to turn your social media management, engagement, and collaboration efforts to turbo? Our new partner, Sprout Social, empowers marketers to engage, measure, and work smarter, not just harder, when it comes to social media. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today I'm giving you a little bit or a big dose of tough love. Are you ready? And I'm talking specifically to my digital marketing friends. Okay, so this is if you are in a digital social marketing role, which I know many of you are. And this is also if you own your own business. So maybe you're a consultant, maybe you're a small business owner, maybe you're working in a large business, medium-sized business. I don't care what kind of business you're working in. If you are working in the world of digital marketing, I'm talking to you. And I have some very, very clear messages today. Number one, it is time for you to step up and lead, L-E-A-D. It's time for you to be a leader. And it's also time for you to learn to say no. This episode is part of a series I'm doing titled, You Are the Media. And I am basically helping digital marketers get their ducks in a row, get their strategies in place, define goals and objectives, and once and for all, figure out how you can leverage social media, new media, digital marketing, online marketing to build an integrated online platform that is going to help you zoom your business, zoom your life, and build a media platform that is going to give you a voice because that's the opportunity that you have. And we kicked off this series with episode 111, and I covered it under the kickoff of what it means to be the media. Okay. You were the media and I gave you 10 reasons that you need a blog as a foundation. Then we went on to episode 112 and we talked about the difference between menial vanity metrics and meaningful value. So make sure you listen to those as well as episode 113, where I talked about the power of data and analytics and why you must get your your head into the data. I want you to turn into a data nerd. And if you have been somebody who has been afraid of the data, this is a phase of your life and of your career that I am going to inspire you 
to no longer be afraid. We, and that means you and me, are not going to be afraid of the dark side of business, which to some people is the data and the analytics. I want you to embrace the data as the light, okay? As the thing that's going to help you find the light in the tunnel of your business, okay? It's going to help you know your customers. It's going to help you better connect with them. It's going to help you build a blog that just can rock. It's going to help you get sponsors. It's going to help you get people wanting to collaborate and work with you, influencers wanting to support your brand, employees wanting to be advocates. Whatever your goals and objectives are, the data is going to help you achieve those. So if you have not listened to those episodes, I highly, highly encourage you go back and listen listen to them. And today, in this Tough Love episode, we are talking about why you must lead. And that also ties to the data. Okay, so what I see happening, and we work with organizations of all sizes. And what I see happening in every different size of organization is that marketers, particularly digital marketers that know about social technologies and social methodologies and best practices and how to use these things, they are getting pulled into so many different directions. And oftentimes this can feel good, okay? Because you may be new to a role with social media or digital marketing and you may be working inside an organization and all of a sudden there's lots of eyes on your program and maybe it's a new role that's new funded and everybody wants to be your friend because you're working on cool stuff. And so you're getting pulled in all these different meetings and then, you know, Friday hits or Monday hits and your management is saying, hey, Pam, where's that, you know, deck you were going to give me and tell me what's up with social and here are the five things that I want you to have at the board meeting to tell us what's going on with social. And then he sends you, he or she sends you a list of the things that you need to present. And they have nothing to do with the program you're working on. And they have nothing to do with how you're actually going to achieve your goals and objectives. And they may not even be tied to the right business goals and objectives at all. So you go and you spend the next few days working on your presentation, trying to satisfy your executives, and you walk into the boardroom or the C-suite meeting and you make a complete fool of yourself. Have you ever been there and done that? Or maybe you own a business and you're working with the board or you're working with investors or you're working with your team and you just don't know what to do. Okay, so this is why today my message to you is pretty simple and it is you must lead. You need to lead and you need to learn to say no because if you don't, you are simply pulling straws. You know, you're picking straws, trying to find the right way to prove value and that's why you're falling to all the random acts of marketing because really when your executives are asking you to do what seems like random things, do you want to know why? they're asking you to do those things, it's because you have not taken lead of your own program. If you had a hold of your own program, they would not be telling you what you need to put necessarily in your deck. They may be recommending things, but you could have a very swift, quick answer back to them and say, you know what? I already have a plan and strategy put together and goals that we are working toward and some that we have already achieved. I would rather provide an update as to what we are doing, Mr. Executive, versus these things you're asking me to put into a deck. Let's see how we can meet in the middle, all right? That's how you lead. You don't lead by jumping every time somebody tells you to jump when they're not even telling you to jump for the right 
reasons because you're failing because you don't have a plan. You're not leading because you don't have a plan. You're wasting time on things that don't matter because you don't have a plan. So today I'm going to tell you 10 easy things that you can do to start to take lead in your role as a digital marketer, no matter where you are working, all right? And these, I could give you a list of like 50 things that you could do, but I'm narrowing it down to 10. And if you're interested in this type of content, I encourage you to not only listen to all the podcasts we have, because obviously this is episode 114. So we have a ton of other content that you can listen to 113 other episodes. And I have a blog filled with tons of information. Just go to pammarketingnut.com and we are launching a new academy. Yes. So I encourage you to go sign up so you can be one of the first to know. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash you are the media and then uh, you will know what's going on with that. We will have an announcement in the next two weeks with our first class launching. So we are uber excited about that. Let's get the show on the road with today's content. So what is the first tip for you to lead and say no? Number one is simply lead and don't ask for permission. Quit waiting on being told what to do because what is the definition of a leader? And I think the definition of a leader, you could go ask 30 people, 40 people, and you would have 30, 40 different definitions. There is not a one size fits all. We all have our own ideas of what it means to be a leader. Some people think leadership means delegating and telling people what to do, giving them a particular task, while others believe it means motivating the members of your team, the members of your organization to do the best that they can, to be the best, their best selves, while other definitions may completely vary and be all over the board. The general foundation is consistent, okay? Leaders are people who know how to achieve goals while aspiring people along the way. Leaders know how to get people to join them for their journey. And I've talked about this a lot on my uh, past podcast and how when I worked in corporate, I was truly a corporatepreneur. And there were so many projects that I worked on in the big world of corporate America where they would assign like six or seven groups to go do the same exact thing. And it was made the best team win. Okay. And we'd have like three or four people attached at the hip you think we weren't trying to get people on to our journey? And so that's where I know what it's like to be an entrepreneur. I am an entrepreneur now. I was an entrepreneur inside of a large organization. So I don't care whether you are running your own solopreneur up to working as a digital marketer in a large organization. You need to run like an entrepreneur. You need to run your business like an entrepreneur. You need to get people on board with your plan. You need to run it like a little mini business inside of your corporation, wherever you are. Because if you don't win hearts and minds, you are not going to win. You need to have a vision with goals and objectives and be able to inspire people to join you, not force people to join you. And, you know, the true definition of a leader to me is somebody who 
does not have to force people to follow them. People follow them and want to be part of what they're doing. They do it because they feel inspired. They do it because they feel empowered in what they can accomplish together. To me, the best leaders are people who bring people together. It's it's being about something bigger than what we can do by ourselves as individuals. And that's why I always say people don't buy things, they join things. And so do the same thing internally. Do the same thing with your partners and your agencies. Make it part of something thing that is bigger than you can all do by yourself. And that makes people want to be part of it. Okay. Number two is build your plan to win. So don't just build a plan that's going to get you through the next board meeting or the next executive C-suite review. Okay. Build a plan to win. And yes, that may be a little scary. And I see this a ton when we work with corporate marketers, corporate digital marketers and leaders, they build this plan for digital marketing that's so minimal. And it's just like, you know, if I do these three things, if I get on Twitter and get on Facebook, no. It doesn't matter if you get on Twitter and Facebook, if that's not where your customers are. What are you going to do when you get there? What are your goals? What are your objectives? What are the business shifts that you are going to make to move the needle in your industry, to move the needle for your business? You need to build your plan to win, all right, and stop the random acts of marketing, period. Number three is design your dream team. So what does a dream team look like to you? What skills do you need on that team in three months, six months, a year from now? What does it take for you to execute and achieve your vision? What, who and what type of people need to join you on that journey? Because you're not going to be able to get people to join your journey if you don't know who you need why you need them, and what their role is going to be. So if you haven't started crafting what your dream team looks like, I highly encourage you to do that. And it's a really fun exercise. And if you have people that work with and for you, I encourage you to bring them in and let them be part of that conversation. And you can facilitate their input and the growth of where you're going. And if you have a team that's working really hard today, and maybe it's a you know pretty scaled down team, there's no more better motivation than for them to know you're actually looking in the future to bring them help, right? And it's it's you're facilitating them to be part of those discussions and decisions. And I guarantee you they're going to love you for that. Number four is be realistic. So quit asking for the 18-month budget, the two-year budget. And I talked about this in episode three, which was how to get your social media budget approved. And I encourage you to check that episode out if you haven't already listened to it. But I give you a very solid straw man approach to how exactly you can get that social media budget approved. And in a nutshell, basically, you want to focus on some short wins. Okay, so put your 18 month plan together, uh, maybe longer, but you know, I wouldn't go much longer out than 18 months for digital and social at this point. And then what you want to do is set some really rock solid three month, six month, nine month goals. And then set out a plan to rock for the next three months. So if you are having a hard time getting any budget and they're telling you you can't have any money and it's just, it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul, trust me, I've been there. So instead of building a reputation with your executives or your stakeholders or your board members, whoever it is you're begging for money, instead of building that reputation on the words, I need more money and I don't know why. Okay, build it on these words. Listen, give me three months and let me prove it to you. Hear me say that again. 
build your reputation on these words. Give me three months and let me prove it to you. And then guess what you do? You prove it to them and you set out a plan for three months of what you're going to do, what you're going to achieve, and you execute. You pull your team together. You get people along for your journey. You put your decks together. You set those goals. You set your KPIs. You know what you're doing and why. And in in three months time, you deliver and you go show them and prove to them what you achieved. Do this a few times and I guarantee you aren't going to have to beg for budget anymore. And I have seen this happen over and over with the clients we work with. And what happens is that digital marketer, you know, director, VP, whatever it may be that we're working with, it's not longer than about three months that their executive leadership is now saying, can you go faster? I can't believe you accomplished that in three months. How can we go faster? And usually then there you have the opposite pro- problem. A lot of times they're throwing money at you and you're like, oh, slow down. Like I'm not quite ready to go that fast yet. So that's a really good problem to have if you can get there. Okay. Number five is easy. Quit chasing shiny objects and quit letting the fear of missing out drive your daily agenda. And trust me, I have the same thing. I love technology, but I have done really good at stomping random acts of marketing and stomping that fear of missing out. Why do you think I'm doing a podcast? Okay. As I sit here recording this podcast, you don't think I'd rather uh, be some days out there tweeting and engaging and having fun. But you know what? This podcast is helping me grow my business. This podcast is helping me monetize my business. It's helping us grow community. And number one, it's helping me provide massive value to our community. And it is an integrated part of everything we are doing. So yes, go ahead and figure out what are those best tools that are out. You know, Take time to learn the tools and testing them and figuring out how they can integrate into your business. But don't let it consume your calendar and eat into achieving your goals, okay? You control the time that you spend on those. Don't let a morning that you were supposed to be spending on writing content or writing a new white paper or blogging or putting your plan together turn into a morning that you wasted on a new shiny object or that you wasted on random acts of marketing. Okay, don't let the fear of missing out drive you. Now, there are some business models where being up on tech is a requirement. You know, people that are launching some media platforms and they are selling sponsorships or, you know, part of their job is to review new tech. That's different. Okay, that's integrated into their business model. If you are in a role and you are in in a technical uh, role where you're supposed to be reviewing tools and technology and keeping your team up to speed. Yes, that's fine. But if you are leading a team and you have other people on your team that are doing some of these things, you as a leader shouldn't be spending half your day every day looking at all the new shiny objects. Carve time out of every week to do that, but make sure you're focusing on the stuff that matters, okay? Because if you don't know your why you are doing what you're doing and you're not focusing on what matters and you don't have goals, you're never going to get yourself out of the situation where you're walking into the boardroom or the C-suite meeting and you're unprepared. You're never going to leave that scenario. You want to lead. And the only way you're going to lead is if you manage your calendar. And, you know, email is one of those things too. I wake up on a Monday morning and my inbox is filled with everybody else trying to manage my agenda. So you just have to sometimes put it on hold and say, you know what, I'll get to that at a certain time. And that's how it's going to be. 
All right. I know we're getting deep into some really great content and we need to hear a few words from our sponsors that make this Social Zoom Factor podcast possible. Take a listen and I'll be right back. Smart digital marketers know they must proactively discover, inspire, and interact with their customers on social media. Sprout Social puts turbo social marketing power in your hands with a platform that is both powerful and user-friendly. It simply gets out of the way and empowers brands to easily listen, engage, proactively respond, measure, and most importantly, nurture relationships with both new fans and loyal brand evangelists. Sprout Social is a platform that can help you achieve business results. If you want to truly connect with your online community and start streamlining your social engagement, start with a free 30-day trial of Sprout Social today. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Again, that's sproutsocial.com. Rediscover the lost art of human interaction in your business with Ruby, the small business virtual receptionist company. At Ruby, there are no canned speeches or conversation. Their receptionists speak and serve your customers as human beings, not robots. Each call is answered by a real caring person who is ready to go above and beyond for your clients. Ruby takes personalization to the next level, making meaningful connections and building relationships one call at a time. They make your clients feel special while making you look good. Set your business apart from the competition with exceptional customer experiences. Check them out at callruby.com forward slash social zoom and enter the promo code zoom to receive 14 days of free service, free activation, a $95 value and 5% off your monthly bill. Okay, number six. This one's pretty simple too. Don't assume your executive management knows social just because they say they do. So just because they sit in a room and you present your deck to them and everybody is nodding their head and saying, yes, Pam, I get it. That's awesome. You need to listen to the other communication that's happening outside of that room. Okay, what's happening when you see them in the hallway? Are they asking you silly questions? Are they asking you questions that really just don't make sense to your program? If they are, don't just write them off as silly or stupid or clueless. Instead, figure out why. Uh, A lot of people are still coming up to speed on social. And though many of us eat, sleep, and breathe these things, I'll tell you, we work with customers of all sizes and not everybody gets this stuff. And I would say the majority of business people are still learning. So understand where they are and then build a plan so you can educate them properly and get them in support of your journey, of your vision and where you're going. Don't assume they understand. Uh, Listen to the nonverbal cues. Listen to uh, the things that are coming through in your email of where they're really at. Number seven, I talk about in every single podcast, okay? Know your customers as a top priority. It is more important that you know where your customer is hanging out online than it is the latest shiny object, okay? So 
If you don't know where your customer is hanging out online and what they're talking about, do you know if they're hanging out on LinkedIn? What are they doing on LinkedIn? Are they in LinkedIn groups? Are they publishing on LinkedIn? Who are they? What content are they sharing on LinkedIn? Are they hanging out on Twitter? Why are they hanging out on Twitter? Are they sharing content on Twitter? Are they just retweeting content on Twitter? They may be hanging out on Twitter and consuming information and lurking and never tweeting. So if you just did research on a few names, and you don't see them tweeting, you could make wrong assumptions that your audience is not on Twitter, that your ideal customer is not using Twitter when in fact they are. So if you don't know how to do this research, get somebody to help you that does. And we do a ton of this work with clients and helping our clients through our agency marketing nuts and assessing their ideal target audiences and understanding who they are, where they are, because your top goal in social, utilizing these technologies should be to figure out where your audience is hanging out online and then figure out how you can have the most relevant, compelling, insightful, inspiring, delightful conversation with them that you possibly can. Number eight is to dig into the data and know your KPIs, your key performance indicators, and set goals with the details and plan for how you are going to measure your KPIs because your KPIs are also not going to remain static. If you're doing your job the right way, they will change and they will evolve over time. So make sure that you know what you're measuring and why. That is what is most important and don't be afraid of the data. And I talked about that at the beginning of this podcast. Number nine is make sure that you are speaking the same language and focus on getting the right people on board with your plan and journey as fast as you can. So a lot of this boils down to language. And if you find that you are just hitting your head against the table and you're talking about certain metrics and your management is talking about certain metrics, and they're just completely at you know different ends of the spectrum and nobody's coming together. And I know a lot of organizations are at this phase right now. You need to refocus. You need to bring people together and you probably need to do some education. Um, it, it could be a small level or it could be a wide level. You may need to do some education with not only your digital marketing team, your social team, but probably your product managers. Go out from there, maybe your industry marketing managers, maybe your sales teams, your HR, your customer service, and do start out by doing a survey. So do a survey to see where they are. Maybe start with a pilot group. We do this a lot with our clients. But figure out first where people are and then where do you want them to be. And you will be amazed. You can do a survey for cheap out on surveymonkey.com and you can do a survey and, and ask even 10 questions, you know, 10 to 20 questions. What and where are you using social media and why? How do you, you know, do you see it fitting into your job? And I guarantee you will be amazed with the results. And we, we have helped a lot of our clients do this as well and can execute these things in the matter of a couple of weeks. And then it really helps give us some solid data to know where we need to help take Take them, who we need to get on board, and how we're going to go about doing that. But just make sure that you're starting with a solid foundation of understanding of what these tools, the technologies, the methodologies, the processes are, and then align them into what is your journey? What is your vision? Uh, how are you going to integrate these things into your business to better achieve your goals and service 
your customers. Because at the end of the day, that is what it's all about. It is about ensuring that we are inspiring and delighting our customers and leveraging these things to better achieve our goals and to help our audience achieve their goals. Okay. I know that's deep. Number 10 is to make sure that you are accountable for results and don't blame it on anybody else. Okay. If things go bad, own it. And I'm so tired of seeing digital marketers do this. They will waste six months on a stupid tool that somebody sells to them and they spend tens of thousands of dollars into it and they get their team on board and they waste time in implementing the tool when they really didn't have a plan. Okay. And then when it falls down, and they have no results, then they blame it on the business unit or they'll blame it on corporate, you know, if it's inside a business unit. Well, corporate made us do this or own it. If you are in a digital marketing role, a social marketing role, you need to own it. And this is the way that I managed my career for 15 plus years working in corporate. It's why I survived 13 plus layoffs at one company being Sun Microsystems before they sold out to Oracle. Own the good and the bad decisions that you make in business. And don't blame it on downsizing. Don't blame it on a stupid team member that you have. Don't blame it on a bad agency or a vendor. Take ownership for the good and the bad and you will win. If you build a plan to succeed, you build a plan to win and you take a leadership role in getting your dream team put together and uh, key performance indicators that can help you measure your success and you own that success or you own that failure, your chances of succeeding the second time are so much higher because you know what? You're going to fall down. We all are going to fall down. You are going to fail. I am going to fail. There are some things we are going to do that are absolutely not going to turn out perfect. And the faster that you can fail and learn from those mistakes and own it, the more respect you're going to get internally. So if you are just feeling like you are not being seen as a leader in your organization, you need to step up and lead. It's probably because you're not leading. You're, you know, kind of blowing in the wind and letting everybody tell you what to do. So it is time. I hope that I have inspired you with some tough love to lead and take lead. Quit asking for permission but lead with the right agenda, lead with an agenda to help people and to, to bring as many of the right people as you can onto your journey so you can do amazing things together. So I know your time is limited. I thank you so much for joining us today. I will have a ton of links that will be uh, reference materials that I've mentioned in this podcast at the show notes page for this episode. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 114. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.